Welcome to episode 259 of the Rugby League Republic podcast with your hosts, Tish and Dr. T. In this episode, our first one for 2023, the eighth season of Rugby League Republic, we preview the 2023 NRL season. Join us as we build a rugby league community for all. The Rugby League Republic podcast starts right now. Welcome to episode 259 of the Rugby League Republic podcast, where we aim to bring you the everyday fans' perspective on the greatest game of all, Rugby League. This is Rugby League for the people. I'm your co-host, Dr. T, and joining me is Tish. Tish, are you pumped for season 2023 of the NRL? Uh, Dr. T, I am pumped. I am stoked. I am uh, shrilling at the bits, uh, waiting, uh, <laughs> waiting for this NRL season. Look, I'm sorry, I, you what? Be... You're, shrill- you're shrilling your bits. What? <laughs> okay, okay. Look, yeah. Look, I just yeah. But look, look. I've run out of things to watch on Netflix, Doctor T. I've, um, you know, I've exhausted, uh, you know, my cricket fandom. Uh, I've done everything I can to try and avoid trying to get over rugby league, but unfortunately. You know, it's the it's the relationship that just doesn't uh, – you can't quit it. Like, you know, you just can't quit it and it's back. And I think 2023, it is a very intriguing year. Penrith going back to back to back to back, I think. They're trying to do that. Um, but, look, you know, they've lost a few players, lots of big signings, a new club. I mean, what more could you ask, I think? And uh, a new players agreement too. So I think it's going to be excited. How about yourself there, Dr. T? Are you pumped for another NRL season of 2023? Oh, absolutely, Tish. We've got, you know, like coming off the back of a a very eventful uh, World Cup last year, late last year. Uh, you know, as you said, there's so many so many stories in this year's uh, NRL season. We've got uh, the Penrith going for the, the three-peat. We're going mm. the Eels potentially going for uh, one better than last year. Uh, obviously, they were kind of dismal failures in the grand final last year to a red-hot Panthers. Um, and, uh, you know, my Eels, we're going to be talking about them this year, that's for sure. And uh, hopefully they will, uh, you know, they'll, they'll get one better. You, you know, Mitch Moses, I think he's still, as of, as of now, as of time of recording, he still hasn't officially formally put pen to paper uh, with with the eels yet, uh, he I think he has potentially rejected the tigers' big money mm. push for him. Um, it's pretty pretty clear that he will stay with the eels, but nothing certain in the world of yeah. rugby league. Um, you know the pay dispute. Uh, there is a big pay dispute going on with the players' association, and mm. uh, so that's kind of going to have a massive impact this year. And I'm sure we're going to talk about it, but. But yeah, look, stories, stories, stories. This is what rugby league is about. There's always drama, um, whether it's in the off season or during the season itself. There's always something going on on or off the field. Uh, that's yeah. what we love about the game. It just keeps us interested. It, the drama is there to keep us uh, from being bored. Um, yeah, you know? absolutely, absolutely. Look, and look, it's not just rugby league. It's not just the NRL that is expanding this year, Dr. T. Uh, the Rugby League Republic podcast is also expanding. Do you want to tell us more? Oh, look, absolutely. Look, there's there's a few things in store this year, but the first thing that we're going to talk about is the expansion of, uh, well, let's just say of uh, our, our Brains Trust. We are expanding yes. our Brains Trust. We, are, we will be consulting with... With uh, uh, well, we're going to be consulting with someone who uh, hopefully will have a better tipping record than us this year. Um, and uh, given that this episode, this first episode of the year is our crystal ball episode, so we traditionally mm. do this every year where we uh, we open up our crystal ball, dust it off, and and polish it up, have a look into the future. What do we see? 
in in the future of the NRL this year. And we've got lots of uh, predictions, top eight, etc., story of the year, all, all sorts of things. Um, but this year we thought we'd expand a little bit rather than just be me and you, Tish. Uh, we thought we'd consult with, uh, well, let, let's be honest, uh, we, we're consulting with an AI. Uh, AI yes. is a big thing at the moment. And so we've we've decided to consult with an AI, especially for us, a character mm. that you'll no doubt come to know, know and love uh, throughout the yes. year. And his name is none other than Chad GPT. Uh, Chad GPT is a uh, is a new member of the Rugby League Republic Brains Trust, who will be consulting during the year for tipping and for various things. Uh, but look, let's introduce uh, Chad to the to the crew to to the Rugby League Republic. Chad, uh, how are you going? Hello, Doctor T and Tish. It's great to finally be here on the Rugby League Republic. We are going to have so much fun on this show. Are you guys ready to get started? Well, there you go. Uh, Thank Chad, you we, very we, much, Chad. Yep. Oh, look, thanks, Sorry. Chad. Yeah, absolutely. He's uh, the, the seamless. See, he's got a head for radio, that's for sure. Chad GPT, well done. That's right. Um, we will have a good time with Chad. But, yeah, absolutely. Tish, uh, <laughs> go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, look, yeah, you did mention it's AI. Look, uh, there is uh, there is big investments that we've uh, not just the Rugby League Republic have made, but you know, global international companies like Legbook and Macrosoft and um, you know and Poodle, they're all they're all going into this sort of technology. So um, you know, big round of uh, uh, yeah, big round of applause for that. You know, like you know, you know, PD notebooks. They're all they're all doing it. So yeah, so um, so thank you for all those big big giants of tech. Out there doing it. We and we have invested. We have invested minutes searching for free <laughs> AI websites to do this. So, guys, please yeah. some respect. Please show us some respect for this. But yeah, an investment that no doubt will reap rewards. Uh, and and I'm looking forward to how Chad will uh, what what he sees in his uh, AI crystal ball of predictions this year. But look, without any further ado, um, let's get into it. And I should say we've got several categories that we're going to get through for this episode and and we're going to give our tips uh, or our predictions, whatever the case may be. Uh, we'll ask Chad as well. And then what we'll do is um, for each of those, I'll, I'll, I'll indicate there's going to be like a point system. So at the end of the year, as we usually do, we keep track of all of these things and uh, and see how many points we get at the end of the year, and the winner gets bragging rights. Tish, I believe you won. Uh, you you won fair and square last year with the tips when when you add them all up. So well done. Uh, you're the reigning champion. Let's see if either myself or Chad GPT can knock you off your pedestal. Uh, without any further ado, shall we get stuck into our predictions? Let's do it. All right. So look. The first one is predicting the top eight and uh, one point for each correct. Um, so traditionally we've been okay with these ones in the over the years, but uh, Tish, do you want to go first and then I'll go next? Yeah, look, let's uh, – yeah, look, what I've got is the Rabbitohs, the Cowboys, Sharks, Panthers, Eels, Roosters, Manly and Storm. Uh, let me just make sure I've got eight and not – Seven or nine? One, two, <laughs> no, three, no, it's eight. It's eight. Four, five, six, it's eight. eight. And I believe, was that, I was pretty close to the, in fact, was that the actual top eight this year? <laughs> that's that's the exact top eight from, sorry, from last year. So you're predicting the same top eight from last year. Is that correct? Oh, oh no, look, I've swapped out the the Raiders for the Storm. Uh, sorry, for Manly. Uh, that's what I've done. Um, and, yeah, pretty much kept it the same. Uh, but I, but to be honest with you, mm. I was contemplating on the storm because they've actually lost quite a number of their forwards and uh, they've lost uh, a, a dummy half. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if the storm don't make it, which is bizarre. But it's and it's one of those things. That, like you know, I've always I've always uh, felt lots of pain when when I've gone against the storm. So I, like you know, I just had to have them somewhere in the top eight. So they finished eight. Um, so then it pretty much is is. 2022 all over again, except for Manly getting back uh, into the top eight. All right. And, look, I've got um, similar, but I've got one key difference, and I'll talk through that. So I've got, look, my top three are Eels, Panthers, and Rabbitohs. Um, I think they're going to be hard to beat. I've got 
Storm and the Sharks next. I think the Sharks, uh, you know, Sharks are going to be battling for that top three as well. But then I've got Cowboys, Roosters, and I the Bulldogs. So I'm predicting that the Bulldogs, with their massive changes, with the new coach, uh, Cameron Serraldo, um, are going to immediately reap uh, benefits of, of having a bunch of new players um, and, and a new system in place. And I think... We saw towards the end of last year that they were they were um, you know all of a sudden with uh, Mick Potter as coach they were putting some fight into their games, and I think this time around with a few extra players I think they'll go very well. This is so that the Bulldogs are my bolter for the top eight, and uh, look that being said that's our predictions. But Chad, what do you think? The top eight finishers for the 2023 NRL season are predicted to be the Sydney Roosters. Melbourne Storm, South Sydney Rabbitohs, North Queensland Cowboys, Brisbane Broncos, Cronulla Sharks, Canberra Raiders, and West Tigers. The Sydney Roosters are the favourites to win the title, with the Melbourne Storm, South Sydney Rabbitohs, and North Queensland Cowboys also considered major contenders. The Tigers are rated as a 7.52% chance of making the finals, and a 0.11% chance of winning the minor premiership. Ivan Cleary's team is rated at 18.17% chance of winning another minor premiership and a virtual lock for the top eight at 83.97%. The Broncos and Sharks are expected to be the surprise packets in the 2023 season. It is too early to predict which two teams will... Okay, all right. All right, thanks, 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 Chad. Look, uh, Chad is is Chad should be renamed Chatty, <laughs> Chatty GPT. Yeah, he's uh, he's very talkative, isn't he? Look, he. How about this for the predictions? Brewsters, Storm, Rabbitohs, Cowboys. That's fair enough, and Sharks. Okay, but then he's got Broncos, Raiders, and Tigers. He hasn't even got he hasn't even got the Eels in there, or the, or the Panthers. What the that, hell? That's right. All right. That's right. Chad, you that's are right. you are what are you seeing into this future of 2023? <laughs> this is amazing stuff. Look, that's that's unbelievable. Chad's already hit the ground running in the Rugby League Republic, you know, Crystal Ball uh, podcast. Look, I look forward to seeing what he says in the other ones cuz uh that was meant to be an easy one. But here we go. Look, the next topic is predicting the NRL grand finalists and the winner. Um, and look, in I'm going to go for um, you know for four years running. I've been predicting, and I will predict again this year, the Eels to be the winners. And this time, I've got the Eels and the Panthers in the grand final. Mm. I think the Panthers will make it again, but we will uh, avenge our loss from last year. So that's my prediction. What about you, Tish? Well, Doctor T, I've gone for the Rabbitohs and the Sharks. So the Sharks. I think improved immensely last year and trial form has actually shown that they, they seem to have also improved uh, this year as well. And I think also with the Rabbitohs, you know, the Rabbitohs with Latrell Cody Walker and now Lachlan Elias having a season under his belt, Damian Cook, um, they have a, a, like a pretty awesome spine and they haven't lost anybody from their spine from 2022. So I think from that point of view, their forwards, uh, I think they're just building. So um, I think look out for the Rabbits to take out the Premiership. I, th- I think they're the strongest. Um, you know, other teams, you know, a lot of people uh, say the Roosters, uh, but I just don't think, I, I don't know, I just feel like they underperformed last year and I don't see how they're going to improve much more. And I think Melbourne Storm have sort of uh, has sort of slipped by the wayside as well uh, in recent years. So, uh, so that's why predictions. All right, now let's check with Chad GPT. Hopefully he's got a short answer to this one. Chad, what do you reckon? The Broncos and Sharks are expected to be the surprise packets in the 2023 season. Okay. It is too early to predict which two teams will play in the 2023 NRL Grand Final. At the moment, the Sydney Roosters are the favourites to win the title with the Melbourne Storm, South Sydney Rabbitohs, and North Queensland Cowboys also considered major contenders. There we go. Oh, well, there you go. So Sydney Roosters' favourites to win. Look, there's a lot of people that would, would agree with that. Um, you know, the, mm. the Roosters, uh, look, they were unfortunate last year with uh, with injuries. So I think, you know, and they were, they were within striking distance. I think, I think they were a bit unlucky 
I think we remember towards the end there they lost to the Rabbitohs in a pretty fiery semi-final. So you know they were they're up there. Um, so who knows? Uh, you know, and and look, I did say this year is going to be interesting because off the back of a World Cup which was quite successful for Samoa in particular, you've got Swal uh, Swali'i as an example of a player, a Roosters player who is uh, you know is going to really stepped up and. And really took his game to a new level. So coming back to the Roosters, that's going to be awesome. James Tedesco was a dominant Kangaroos player, I would yeah. say, probably for all the games. So again, he's a Roosters captain. And who was the other player who uh, was dominant for the uh, the Kiwis? Is Joseph Manu. And so look, three of the best players in three of the best teams in the World Cup last year were all Roosters players. So. Chad yeah. GPT, you never know. He might actually be onto something. So uh, well done. Um, Tish, do you have any comments on Chad's prediction? Well, look, yeah, again, uh, yeah, look, lots of people have said the Roosters. I just feel that the Roosters, um, you know, look, they might have improved as a playing group. But, uh, look, I, I'm, I, I think, see, Luke Carey, he hasn't played Origin Um Neither has has uh, Sam Walker, right? So I feel like they're still a little unseasoned. Their 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 halves combination, Tedesco and Manu and uh, Suahalihi, and uh, you know their forwards. They've got they've got tremendous firepower around the whole team. But I just think that their um, their spine, you know, I think it's just missing something. Although I just realised Brandon Smith uh, on board the the big cheese. Um, you know, uh, coming to uh, the Roosters, maybe that might change things up. But um, you know, let's uh, yeah, let let's see how we go. All right. So the next uh, the next prediction we're after is predicting the halftime entertainment at the NRL Grand Final. One point there. I don't think we've ever got this one correct. <laughs> so let's see what happens. But look, my tip for this year is someone who uh, recently has, uh, in fact, is in Australia right now. I think uh, performing uh, in his on a big tour, world world tour, and uh, loves Australia and and seems to be uh, uh, you know coming back here quite often, uh, and and is a big international superstar who I think will uh, will bring the house down, and his name is none other than Ed Sheeran. I, re- I reckon Ed Sheeran, if we can get him for half time, um, it would be, uh, well, definitely. I don't see the AFL getting anyone as good as Ed Sheeran, but I think the NRL could do it. I reckon PVL's got some connections there. Uh, but what, what do you think? Well, I think it's time to celebrate good times. Come on! Uh, <laughs> with Kylie Minogue. Um, you know, um, da, 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 the singing budgie, yeah, the, our singing budgie, our, our yeah. favorite export, the locomotion yeah. person, the locomotion person. And like, you know, look, uh, a few years ago, we had the floss, you know, uh, there was a, there was a, a street dance, Jerusalem a, a while ago, but it's been, it's been a while since we've had a global phenomenal, but I think everybody is gearing up for a brand new dance now. And I think Kylie Minogue is going to debut it at the NRL grand final. I don't know. Let, let's call it the Benji, the Benji Shuffle. Um, you know, a tailored dance for NRL superstars. That's what I'm seeing at the NRL Grand Final. Um, it's going to be the biggest, I'd say, the biggest sporting um, musical item of 2023, and it's going to be Kylie coming back to the shores of Australia with with a with a brand new hit for the uh, yeah for the NRL Grand Final. That's that's what I'm picking. Well, that's that's um you know so you're thinking Kylie Minogue uh, that's up there, and then just below that is Rihanna at the Super Bowl. I think I think you're, that's where you're predicting the importance of this uh, this halftime performance. But look, what does Chad GPT think? Chad, what do you think uh, about this grand final halftime entertainment? Other teams expected to make a oh. push for the top eight include the West Tigers. No, 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 Chad. Renault Chad, Chargers. stick to the question. How 23 NRL Grand Final will be provided by a popular artist or band? Oh, yeah. Speculation suggests that Greg Marshue, the future Knights Clyde Churchill medalist, is a potential mm. candidate to perform at the Grand Final. <laughs> okay. Marshue is an up-and-coming artist with a unique style that could make him a perfect fit for the event. 
Really? Other potential performers could include acts such as Travis Scott, Justin Bieber, or Taylor Swift. <laughs> wow, okay. there you go. Look, I, so, I don't know about those first few names. Greg Marzu, is he a, is a performer, is he? I thought he was a Newcastle Knights player. He, he is. Well, he's a former Gold Coast Titan, and uh, who knew? Uh, he's a he's an artist. Chad GPT with a scoop. Greg Marzu, not only. Yeah, not only is he a great NRL player, but now he's going to be a global sensation uh, to the point where the NRL will appoint him to be the uh, halftime entertainment. Who is Travis Scott? That sounds like an NRL player too, right? Uh, look, I don't know, but I know who Justin Bieber is and Taylor Swift. I <laughs> certainly know who they are. And look, wouldn't that be amazing? A Bieber Swifty halftime entertainment, uh, or with all the believers and all the the Swifties, whatever they call them, that would be uh, that would be epic. Although I don't quite see them as being quite fitting for an NRL crowd. <laughs> Some of their fans, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure. But look, Chad GPT yep. as usual. Coming up with Travis, some good ones. Travis Scott is an American rapper, uh, according to Wikipedia. And, uh, yeah, he's got children, Stormy Webster and Ari Webster. So there you go. So maybe. Uh, what what a musical trio. Uh, I can't wait for the NRL Grand Final. You know, hurry up and let's get this season finished, I'll say. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But before we do, we got to go through State of Origin. So yes. let's predict our State of Origin winner and series result. And look, this year I think uh, look, I've been in the past quite um, quite supportive of a New South Wales clean sweep, and it has never eventuated, <laughs> very rarely eventuated. But this time, I think a two-one New South Wales win is on the cards. Um, not sure whether we're going to. It's going to be two, like one in a decider. Possibly a decider is what we're going to see. But uh, anyway, that's my prediction: two-one New South Wales. Um. Yeah, absolutely. We deserve it. <laughs> what about you, Tish? Well, look. I think. Uh, look. This is why I said I think New South Wales are going to win two one. Um. May and I think it's going to be two blowouts. Uh. As well, when New South Wales win, because last year they didn't have Greg Inglis and they didn't have Turbo. Right. And they're both back, and hopefully they're fit enough to play Origin. And uh, you know, we also had the bundle of not choosing the Fox. So, so did you say Greg Greg Inglis? You mean uh, Latrell Mitchell? Oh, Latrell Mitchell, my apologies, yeah. That's Latrell right, yeah. Mitchell. And, <laughs> yeah, Latrell and Turbo. Mitchell. Turbo. And, look, let's put in the Fox as well, Josh Adekar. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, he wasn't even selected last year. So I think New South Wales, get their selections right. 2-1, um, uh, not even close, uh, I would say, in those games. But, you know, uh, maybe even 3-0. But, look, I'm going to stick with 2-1. All right. What about Chad? Chad, what do you reckon? It is impossible to predict the winner and series result of the 2023 State of Origin at this stage. However, based on recent trends and current form for both teams, it is likely that the NSW Blues are the favorites to win the series. The Queensland Maroons are expected to provide a tough challenge and will look to their experienced players like Cameron Munster and Daly Cherry Evans to lead them to victory. Both teams have been involved in high-scoring affairs in previous years, so it is possible that the series will be decided by a single point or even a draw. There you go. Wow, Chad. Chad's so excited to tell us. So his, much uh, research. So much research and uh, and just excitement uh, is what I'm getting from Chad. But, look, that's a good one. So he's predicting 2-1, but um, in golden point, potentially, or, or by a point. So... That is going to be very interesting. So he's predicting a bit. Look, we're thinking potentially it'll be a two-one clean two-one victory, but um, yeah, Chad's thinking it's going to be a hell of a lot closer this year. Interesting, interesting. Um, and obviously, he's basing it on uh, you know previous years and looking at. He's mentioned Cameron Munson, Daily Cherry, and so he kind of knows what he's talking about about Queensland's experienced players. I do worry about Chad, though, not being able to pronounce New South Wales and just calling it NSW. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. I mean, you know, like these, just like just like rugby league players and and like all of us, really, we're all evolving. I'm sure he'll learn and 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 learn about that next time. But uh, but yeah, Tish, uh, any comments on Chad's prediction? Yeah, well, look, uh, you know, high scoring games that end up in a draw. Uh, what a prediction! <laughs> 
What does he think this is a Tigers match? <laughs> that's right. Tigers versus Bulldogs. That's what. That's what the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or Titans, I should say. Yeah. Titans. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to predicting the biggest rugby league news story of the year. Um, and look, for me, I think the biggest one is is playing out at the moment. And even though it's kind of been quashed a little bit, I think it's um it'll come back. It's uh, the pay dispute. I think there is a lot to, to happen still with this pay dispute. I don't know where it will go, but I'm predicting that uh, it is going to be the biggest news story of the year and we might see some drastic actions being taken and some drastic consequences. What about you, Tish? What do you think is the biggest rugby league news story this year? Well, this is, this is outside the box, which I always try to go. Cameron Smith is going to come out of retirement and play for the Melbourne Storm at the end of the season as they uh, have some injury woes. That's my prediction. Oh, wow. So you reckon he'll do like a Michael Jordan and uh, come out of retirement and then straight to help the Storm in their... Uh... Yeah. I think they might have to wow. call an SOS only because, like, uh, you know, I feel like they're struggling for players there. Oh, wow. That's interesting. So, look, that will be very interesting. But, look, does Chad have a view on this one, the biggest rugby league news story of the year? Yes, he does. And over to you, Chad. It is difficult to predict the biggest rugby league scandal of the year, as scandals can arise from any number of sources. However, given the current climate, it is likely that the biggest RL scandal of the year will be related to player behavior. Possible causes could include off-field incidents, doping allegations, or even match-fixing. Regardless of the cause, these sorts of scandals are damaging to the reputation of the sport and can have long-term implications on the careers of players and coaches involved. Well, thanks. Thanks, Chad. Look, Chad is uh, so good at predicting. He predicted my next question. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, which, well uh, I think we're, I, I did. Uh, let's let's, let's come Chad down for match fixing. Match, I... match fixing or something. But look, he, he did actually answer the next question, which was what predict the biggest rugby league scandal of the year, not just the news story. But I think he covered, he's, he's hedging his bets there a little bit. He's saying player behavior, but he's also saying off field incidents. Match fixing, doping. He's got all sorts of things happening there. So look, Chad, very good, but I think you're you're kind of hedging your bets there. I'll be looking for some more specific answers in uh, the future questions. But look, while we're on the topic of the biggest rugby league scandal, which Chad has already answered, um, I think it's uh, let's turn our attention to us. So, Tish, predict the biggest rugby league scandal of the year. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that. Uh, look, in my mind. I think it's, like I said, related to the pay dispute. I think there's going to be a disruption in the season due to a pay dispute. There's going to be a potential strike. It's going to cause a lot of issues, but it's going to be averted at the last minute by Benji Marshall. I don't don't know how. I'm just, I've, I'm consent in the crystal ball that Benji Marshall will save the day. Uh, so the scandal will... Uh, yeah, will will uh, be dissipated and and uh, and minimised by the magic of Benji Marshall. Tish, what is your prediction telling you about the biggest rugby league scandal of the year this year? Well, look, uh, look, uh, I think there's be look. It's uh, there's going to be so many to choose from, but look, what I think could be the biggest scandal is is potentially an NRL player slapping a comedian at the Deli M, uh, <laughs> you know, during the opening monologue. Um, I predict maybe, you know, Tiger's new recruit, perhaps Will Smith, um, likely candidate to slap somebody at the Dally M's. Um, so <laughs> I just think, you know, you know very, people very sensitive these days, you know, with uh, inflation and petrol prices and uh, potential new Trump government on the way in America, like, you know, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, like uh, microchip shortage, if that's still a thing, you know, people are on edge. <laughs> See, people are on edge, and I think, uh, and I think it's probably the slap heard around the world uh, at the Dallium's this year. I wonder. I wonder if it's going to be in my mind. Look, I wonder if you see Josh Reynolds or Jerome Luai as uh, the slapping uh, the perpetrators there. But look, that's a good one. And uh, look, we'll skip Chad because Chad already answered that one earlier. Yeah, but look, that's right. Yeah. Let's move to the next one. Predicting the first NRL coach to be sacked. And we will get give you – it's two points on offer here, one point for predicting the, the coach, the first one, 
to be sacked, but also the a bonus point if you can predict when he will be sacked, like which round. Um, and you've been actually pretty good at this over the years. You've, you've, you've come pretty close on a few occasions. In my mind, I'm thinking uh, Kevin Walters, uh, <laughs> we can't predict the same thing. Kevin okay. Walters, I, I'm going to go with uh, Kevin Walters in round 15. Okay. When uh, they will realise uh, that they're they're, uh, they're no chance of making the top eight, uh, and uh, they want to wipe the slate clean and start with someone else. So that's my my prediction. What about you, Tish? Yeah, look, I've also gone with Kevin Walters. Um, I think the writing is already on the wall, considering he got a uh, contract extension already. <laughs> so oh, that is pretty soon that he'll be getting. The- <laughs> the the board will uh, will uh, will support him fully, and then he's only got one week left after that. He's only got, one. and I believe Trent Barrett and Michael Maguire, who were the two coaches sacked fairly close to each other last year. Uh, uh, you know that they got their contract extensions before the season started, right? So I think a similar sort of thing. And you've already heard rumblings. You know, players are upset. You know, at training um, and. And yeah, and unfortunately, this is the nature of a rugby league. Once you lose the uh, players in the dressing room, uh, I think you've you're sort of uh, on the way out. So I think Kevin Walters, I think he's done a great job at the Broncos with what he's had. Um, difficult period, but uh, unfortunately, uh, I think uh, I think he's only got twelve rounds left. Um, and let's hope he could uh, he could prove us wrong. All right. What about Chad? Chad, what do you think? It is difficult to predict which NRL coach will be the first to be sacked this year, as such decisions are often made on the basis of team performance and results rather than individual performance. However, based on recent trends, it is likely that the first NRL coach to be sacked this year will be one of the less experienced or successful coaches. The likes of Shane Flanagan, Anthony Griffin, and Brad Arthur are all potential candidates as they have had mixed fortunes in recent years and are likely to be under pressure to deliver results. Well, there you go. Look, Chad. Chad coming in with three potential uh, candidates there. Interesting he sees that uh, less successful coaches, Shane Flanagan and Brad Arthur, Yeah, <laughs> you know, when considering Sh- Shane Flanagan won a premiership, uh, anyway, not that long ago, yeah. but and, and he's not actually a coach this year. Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing. But look, Anthony <laughs> Griffin, very interesting. He's picked on Anthony Griffin there. You know, that's that's a very interesting choice. But look, Brad Arthur. Look, I got to say, he has been in the firing line, even though they've been, uh, you know, successful. I guess you could say over the several years not successful enough to, to make that next leap into winning a premiership. And that has led to lots of calls for him to be sacked. I believe I was one of those <laughs> last year as well. Um, and and look, Chad may be predicting, he's not predicting they'll even make the top eight deal. So who knows? Maybe it is uh, curtains for Brad Arthur. But look, let's let's revisit that later this year and see how he's going. Um Predicting the biggest NRL rising star. So this one's worth one point. Um, I think last year I predicted Nico Hines and his star rising, and it did. He ended up being the Dalian medal winner, I think, by a record margin So uh, to the second-place player. So um, I wonder whether that's going to repeat itself. But the point is this is about the rising star. So someone who hasn't quite risen to those heights yet but is about to make their move this year. Uh, in my mind, it is none other than Dom Young from the Knights, uh, assuming he's still there <laughs> uh, by the end of this week. But he uh, he showed during the World Cup that he has a lot of potential for, uh, you know, playing out of England uh, in the English team, I mean. Uh, and, and obviously for the Knights, he's going to, I think, get better and better with uh, just outside Kalen Ponga and all that kind of thing. So... I reckon Dom Young is. This is his breakout year this year. Looking forward to it. What about you, Tish? Well, look, I'm going to go for a player that um, you know debuted last year for South Sydney. He was on under immense sort of pressure as a young young bloke in the team, and you know had the responsibility at halfback. And I think he showed up really well. Then he went on to play in the Rugby League World Cup for Greece, and uh, you know showed us what he's made of. So I think this year, you know, the biggest rising star is going to be Lachlan. Hercules, Elias, or Ilias, or however you say. Ilias, I think it is. Oh, yeah, 
Yeah. Who knows? But I think I think he's going to be great. You know the uh, you know he's he's given up the uh, the euros. He's given up the tzatziki sauce. It's only been feta and Greek salads for him in the season. So I think he's trimmed down. Uh, you know he's pumping iron, uh, drinking lots of milk, and I think uh, and I think he will uh, <laughs> have a great season this year for the Rabbitohs and steer them potentially to a premiership with the help of Cody Walker and uh, Damian Cook and um, and uh, and the rest of the crew. Well, well done. Look, that's going to be an interesting one, but I'm really keen to hear about what Chad has to say. What's his prediction for NRL Rising Star? Chad, what do you think? Teague is difficult to predict the biggest NRL Rising Star, as there are a number of talented young players in the competition at the moment. However, one player who has stood out in recent times is Kalen Ponga, who has made an impressive start to his NRL career with the Newcastle Knights. Ponga has shown his immense potential and is widely considered to be one of the most exciting young players in the NRL. He is a powerful runner and possesses a lethal passing and kicking game. With the right development, Ponga could become one of the biggest stars in the NRL. It- wow, Chad. Look, Chad, look, I agree with you. <laughs> he could be he could become even bigger than he already is. Um I think it will be pretty hard to argue that Ponga isn't already a star given what he did last year in uh, the state of origin and how, you know, he's, he's been very valuable for several years now. Um, Tish, what do you think? Are we going to count Chad's uh, prediction as uh, – look, I don't know. Maybe he's suggesting that actually this year Ponga will actually break into the stratosphere and really – cement himself as a number one player in the game. If that's the case, I'm happy to uh, to to give this one to Chad. But I think, uh, yeah, I think he's not quite getting the idea of what we mean by rising star. But Chad, that's all right. That's all right. You've got a few other uh, other um, questions and predictions that, that you can make amends for. Uh, Tish, what are, what are your thoughts on uh, Callum Ponga? As his, yeah, uh, tip? well, look, well, look. I think Dr. T. I think uh, AI is definitely. Uh, Technology that is vastly improving from from many years ago, but I think as we've seen so far with some of these predictions, like this one, you may have some ways to go. <laughs> That's right. I think Chad Chad's had a bit of a. Is it possible for AI to get drunk? I don't know, but uh, maybe maybe he just needs a bit of a, a lie down. But look, let's see what he's got for the next one. Predicting the Renaissance Player of the Year. One point for this. So this one is intended to be a player who, you know, maybe was formerly great, had some former um, you know, uh, success and has gone down for whatever reason, has gone back to not being as successful. And and what we're saying is that the, this player this year will uh, win, go back to their winning ways, uh, go back to their former glories. Uh, but look, in along that line, I think one player that's come from the clouds and uh, is is underrated, has always been underrated and was, you know, so underrated that when he... At his height, uh, where it, during his prime, he actually was the re- one of the main reasons why New South Wales won one of their mm. lone state of origin victories during that decade of dominance by the Queenslanders. And I'm talking about none other, none other than Josh Reynolds from the Bulldogs. I predict uh, that their success will be based on his success this year. I think he won't. He'll start as a bit player. He'll start on the bench. He won't really play much of a role. But I think his his uh, determination will uh, will you know uh, be infectious to the rest of the team, and I think he will make some very important contributions to this Bulldogs campaign this year. So that's my prediction. Josh Reynolds will be our Renaissance Player of the Year. He will make a comeback of sorts. I'm not sure. I don't know how far that will go. He may not quite make State of Origin, but I think as the year drags on, uh, his success will lead to them making. Uh, the top eight as my bolter, as I suggested earlier. So uh, that's mine. What about you, Tish? Well, look, I think. Uh, well, firstly, on your choice, I think it's a great choice because I think um, I think he's already shown. I mean, I believe the Bulldogs contract he signed was a play and like you know, uh, you know, proven play or something like that, where he wasn't even guaranteed a contract and he was able to get there. So I think I think he's going to be a strong contender. But look, I've gone for. I've got I've gone for my home team. I've gone for they've they've had some big signings, but I think one signing which was really key, which I think they're they're taking a bit of a gamble and a bit of a risk on a little bit, but I think 
you know, he's had a few good seasons of late, but hasn't, you know, last couple of years, he sort of missed out on state of origin, hasn't been the player in the past. But I think, you know, a move back to Sydney from the Knights is going to really improve him. And that is David the Tremor Clemmer. I think David Clemmer, um, you know, he looks very, uh, all the training footage, he looks very happy. He looks excited. He's had a couple of uh, really good interviews out there. And I think he's training hard and setting some standards. And, um, you know, uh, all that extra, you know, he's, uh, you know, he averages over 100 yards a game, but, you know, not really recognized that well in the Knights team. But I think he's going to be a shining star, a renaissance, um, you know, uh, in the, uh, you know, for, for the, uh, for the West Tigers. So, uh, yeah, Clemmer and Reynolds, two former State of Origin winners, I think. Wow, that's really good. But I am I am keen, as always, to hear from Chad. Uh, Chad, uh, what does he have to say about this one? Chad, over to you. It's difficult to predict the Renaissance Player of the Year, as this award is usually decided based on a combination of individual performance and team results. However, based on recent form, one player who is likely to be in contention for this award is Melbourne Storm's Cameron Smith. <laughs> Smith has been in outstanding form in the 2019 NRL season, leading the Storm to the top of the ladder and setting numerous records along the way. He is a highly decorated and experienced player, and his impressive form will likely see him in contention for the Renaissance Player of the Year award. There you wow. go. That is a heck of a prediction there. Cameron Smith, not even playing at the moment, uh, although this links to what you're saying. You're predicting that he will make a comeback this year, and that will definitely be a big story. If that's the case, then I think it is very clear that, yeah, Cameron Smith would be counted as a renaissance player. If we get a comebacker from him, that would mm. be unsurpassed, I think. I think Josh Reynolds would have to virtually uh, score the winning goal or the winning try in the grand final this year for the Bulldogs for for that to be better than Cam Smith coming back as a Renaissance uh, award. Yeah. But look, that's a big one. That's a big one. What do you think, Tish? Well, look, I'm amazed with this AI tech because I mean the Renaissance <laughs> Player of the Year that is an award exclusive to the Rugby League Republic, right? And I don't think we've written it down anywhere our criteria, but he knew it. You know, a combination of individual performance and team results. How did he predict that? That was uh, that was amazing. And uh, you know, backing Cameron Smith on his 2019 NRL season form, uh, forgetting his final uh, season. So uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's very interesting. So um, there we go, Chad GPT. But uh, who knows? You know, a comeback story. I suppose Alfie Langer did it a few years ago, right? So so. And I think even wasn't there talk that Greg Inglis would do a comeback and then it never sort of eventuated. So who knows? Maybe you know, Cameron Smith has broken all the other records. Maybe he might break this record too, you know. Longest player to come back after like, you know, not playing. That's all right. Well, that would be that would be unbelievable. But that would be a hell of a prediction if he gets it right. Um, so this next one is predict the biggest NRL hero of the year award. And for the second year running, I am predicting Mitchell Moses to be the biggest hero. Obviously, I'm predicting the Eels to win. I think Mitchell Moses is the key to all that, um, obviously being supported by others like Gutherson, et cetera. But I think I think it all boils down to Mitchell Moses. If he's on fire, if he does what he needs to do, he will be the hero when the Eels lift that trophy at the end of the year. So I think for mine, nothing will beat uh, Mitchell Moses if that ends up happening. What about you, Tish? Biggest NRL hero of the year. What do you think? Well, look, uh, for me, I'm going to go a bit left field. I'm actually going to go for one of the coaches that is probably under quite a lot of pressure, you know, after a disastrous uh, campaign that um, he had uh, at the Brisbane Broncos, uh, you know, his last NRL appointment. But he's back in the coaching ranks. He's uh, he's studied under, uh, you know, uh, British rugby union coach uh, Eddie Jones, who is also been sacked now and now all of his coach. But... I think Anthony Seabold is going to be the hero of the year this year. Um, hmm. You know, I've predicted Manly to get to the top eight. If you think about it, last year, they they had a bit of an off-season, and the year before that, they were a top-four contender. So, you know, he just needs to fix up what happened last year, and I think the main thing they need is a bit of a uh, – you know, there was, there was some really – there was a really bad incident that sort of happened, right, with the players all sort of turning on each other based on – 
you know, based on a controversy last year about a jersey, right? And we we don't want to go too much into it because, you know, it's a very uh, it, it is a very sensitive topic to a lot of people. But, you know, the club definitely needs a bit of healing. Do you know what I mean? It needs mm. it needs uh, it needs a bit of uh, restoration time, you know. And I think Seabold, you know, he's you know he's he's had to put his life back together after a traumatic experience. You know, he's a you know I think he's uh, you know he's a Tai Chi uh, master. Uh, you know he's he's big into yoga and meditation, and I think he's got the you know he's got that uh, sort of you know uh, the the combination of Eastern and Western you know medical practices to help people you know to help bring Manly Storm sorry Manly Sea Eagles <laughs> right <laughs> Manly Storm <laughs> yeah to take the storm out of the Manly Sea Eagles and bring it all together <laughs> with peace and harmony. Dr. T, would you like to breathe in and now breathe out? But I think he's going to be that type of hero for the, for the, uh, for the, uh, yeah. So Guru Swami, Anthony Seaball for me. Fair enough. Well, look, that is a bit of left field, but I'm hoping that Chad brings us back to the center. Chad, what do you reckon? It is difficult to predict the biggest NRL hero of the year, as this award is typically dependent on both individual performance and team results. However, mm-hmm. one player who could be in contention for this award is Melbourne Storm's Cameron Smith. <laughs> oh, Smith ooh, has been in okay. outstanding form in the 2019 NRL season, we, leading we the Storm yep. to the top of the ladder and setting numerous records along the way. It's true. He is a highly decorated and experienced player, and his impressive mm-hmm. form will likely see him in contention for the biggest NRL Hero of the Year award. Wow. So he's really th- has has Chad got got money on Cam Smith coming back or something? Does he know something yeah. we don't know? Because this is there's very a strong Cam Smith, um, you know, theme <laughs> here. What's yeah. going on? I have no idea. This is coming out of nowhere. I think. Look, this would be amazing if uh, you heard it here first, everyone. Cam Smith, there's something brewing this year. We may see him make a comeback and uh, simultaneously be a renaissance player of the year and a hero of the year, which is not what you'd expect. Either that or Cameron Smith might be the biggest investor into AI tech at the moment. (laughs) Right. But look, the the Rugby League Republic has kind of been maybe a little criticised for being, you know, a bit negative towards Cameron Smith. But look, Chad GPT seems to be a huge fan. So, you know, the statistics, the data will show. And, uh, you know, he's been known as the accountant. So, uh, you know, manipulating the AI numbers <laughs> might be it. <laughs> maybe, maybe. All right, let's move on to predicting the biggest NRL villain of the year. And so, look, you know, traditionally, in fact, I've put Cam Smith in previous years, uh, but this time I'm going to go with one of his Melbourne Storm teammates who actually had a few... I guess uh, had a few kind of, um, you know, awkward and unfortunate incidents last year uh, in, in terms of with the judiciary. But I think the reason why I'm predicting he's going to be the villain of the year is I think he's going to get into a bit of trouble with his uh, his tackling style and his, his kind of brutal kind of defence. And uh, that's going to get him into a little bit of trouble. And, uh, well, not a little bit, I think a lot of trouble. Um, and I'm predicting... That player is Nelson Asofa Solomona, uh, will be the biggest NRL villain of the year. Uh, he, uh, you know, like I said, I think there's um, there's form on the board there in terms of how he uh, uh, had a bit of dangerous tackling and and just just getting himself a little, you know, on that borderline of getting getting into dangerous tackling. And I think I, I think I see some unfortunate times ahead. There will be a few major incidents he'll be involved in. He'll be considered the most dangerous tackler in the league. He'll be rubbed out for a long period of time uh, because because of that. So I'm predicting Nelson the Sofa Solomona. What about you, Tish? Yeah, look for me. I'm going a little bit of left field. I'm going to pick the Panthers, I suppose, uh, development administration uh, a little bit because. Uh, look, it's unfortunate, but I think it's the reality of what we're seeing at the Panthers. You know, they've got a group of players that all, have all played together for, uh, you know, for for their their whole junior development. But as you can see, every year, you know, this year they're losing Kikau. Um, you know, last year they lost a couple of players. 
you know, they, they've lost uh, Coruscant as well. Um, but these players who love to play together, who all grown up playing together, they're sort of being separated year by year, right? And then you've got a couple of players that have already signed for next season, um, you know, some going to the Roosters, some again going to the Bulldogs. But these players love to play against each other. And I think, you know, the the Panthers, uh, you know, fans are going to be very disappointed to see these players leave. Um, but it's the reality. And I think also the fact that, um, you know, the NRL – uh, the, the Panthers are the top team in the NRL, but they also have the highest paid player uh, this year too, which actually takes a big chunk out of their salary cap. And typically you don't see that in the top teams. So I think there's going to be a bit of a – I think the rift might start to happen this year. I know it sounds terrible and that apparently there's a production line, but you know you also got to remember that these players are very good friends off the field and – um, and I think them feeling like they're being forced to separate, you know, over money where some get more than others, I think it's a recipe for disaster and it could paint the Panthers admin as uh, as a bit of a villain for this year. So uh, I suppose, I don't know, a bit of a dark, heavy prediction for me, but look, I kind of feel that there's something brewing there. Mm, that's an interesting one. I mean, yeah, that's there's always... Well, the Panthers are certainly going through a lot at the moment with, uh, as you said, losing some players here and there. And I think, I think definitely have the, having the spotlight on them this year would uh, would would kind of cause certain rifts with uh, the players and, and and other staff as well. So that could be an interesting one. But look, I'm interested in seeing what Chad has to say. Chad, who do you predict to be the biggest NRL villain of the year? It is difficult to predict the biggest NRL villain of the year as this award is typically dependent on both individual performance and team results. <laughs> However, one player who could be in contention for this award is Manly Sea Eagles' Dylan Walker. Walker mm. has been involved in a number of controversies this season, including an alleged assault and a high-profile suspension. His off-field behavior has been widely condemned, and it could lead to him being crowned the biggest NRL villain of the year. Wow. Well, that that is is uh, super interesting. Um, you know, look, <laughs> what do you think, Dish, about that one? Well, look, he's now at the Warriors. Um, That's right. Yep. So, 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 not sure if he's been involved in any off-field incident, but he he does have a bit of a history, right, Dylan Walker? So, um, and it's interesting, you know. Uh, I think I've got to say, Chad GBT has been on the fence with most of his predictions. Apart from this one, he kind of just went went all in on Dylan Walker here a little bit, right? So, um, so let's see what happens. Like uh, wow. the rest of them, it's like it's difficult. It's difficult. This one, he went straight into it. Dylan Walker, he's the man, That's right? Like, and and and, and uh, look, Tish, do you have, do you get the sense that maybe Chad GPT is stuck in twenty nineteen mentally <laughs> because. He talks about recent controversies this season. He hasn't done anything <laughs> for like four years. So, right. so anyway, yeah. I th- Chad, I think we need to bring you. I, I think Chad is probably from the past. He's mm. such a good predictor that he is actually from the past. And uh, wow, you know, well, let's let's bring him back to twenty twenty two. But look, I think yeah. we've got. Well, I think that's it for uh, for our big Chad yeah. predictions this year. Um, now, do we? Uh, we're going to go through our tips for all the rounds now. But are we? Um, I don't know. Are we, are we going to ask Chad, or maybe we'll just give our tips first, and then let's see if, if Chad's got any ideas. But round well, one well, of the NRL is upon us. I could already predict what Chad's going to say, which is it's very difficult to predict uh, <laughs> a winner. So I think we'll leave Chad go. Uh, Chad, thank you so much today, and uh, we'll see you throughout the season this year. And uh, and, and catch you later, Chad. Um, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Chad. Uh, go to sleep and wake up in 2023, not 2019. Thank you very much. But look, let's let's leave it to us. Our, the, we're the experts, Tish and Dr. T, about to get into our round one tips for the year. Here we go. All right. So tip number one. The first game, well, we got, you know, the big, the Eels versus the Storm. Uh, is the Thursday night game coming up? Uh, when when is the actual game? Let me just check. So we're we're seeing the second of March, I believe. 
That's right. It's this week. Uh, this week it's happening. So mm. Thursday, the 2nd of March, Eels versus the Storm. Tish, well, I think it's easy to – I don't even need to tell you that I'm going to tip the Eels for this one. I think they're going to come back raring to go. Tish, what do you think? Look, I'm going to tip the Storm because I think the Eels have a couple of their forwards out for this uh, round and uh, Storm don't normally lose in round one. All right. Warriors versus Knights. Um, I think, or now that I'm worried about Dylan Walker at the Warriors, thanks to Chad's predictions. But no, I'm going to tip the Warriors. I think at home at Sky Stadium, they will be uh, hard to beat. Yeah, look, I'm going to tip the Warriors too. I think it's their like comeback game. Well, no, they've had a couple of games last year, but look, the Warriors <laughs> have been strong when they've played at Sky Stadium. So, so let's uh, let's go for them. Panthers versus Broncos. So reigning champions at Bluebet Stadium at home. It's a Friday night game. Uh, this will be the live one on TV at eight oh five against the Broncos. Who are well, they going to be under the under the pump from uh, get go? And I think uh, this won't be good for them. I think this will be a de- demolition by the Panthers. Yeah, you know what? I just ooh, that. Let's stick with the Panthers. Look, they're they're probably <laughs> reeling from the World Cup. A World Club Challenge defeat, right? So, um, yeah, so I think they're going to be strong. And I think the Broncos, you know, too much pressure and controversy happening with them at the moment for them to concentrate on round one. Yeah, and thanks for shouting out uh, the uh, the World Club Challenge, which we forgot to mention earlier, uh, where the St. Helens Saints defeated the Panthers uh, unexpectedly, I would think. I thought the Panthers would, would have been considered favourites, but... Well done, English Rugby League uh, back on the map again after a disappointing World Cup last year. I think uh, they definitely needed that to see that their top team can beat our top team. Um, but, yeah, Panthers, I think, yeah, we, we, we're in agreement. They're going to win round one. Sea Eagles versus Bulldogs in the Des Hasler Cup. Um, I think this one will – I think the Bulldogs will start right away with a victory here. Unexpectedly so, but I think Seraldo's got them – Raring to go. Yeah. Well, I think the Manly Warringah Sea Eagles, after their trial form, their preseason form, weren't that the preseason champions? Uh, so I'm going to give it to Manly at home against uh, the new look Bulldogs. Well done. Cowboys at home at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. It's a Saturday twilight game at 5.30 against the Canberra Raiders. And I'm predicting the Cowboys, I think uh, they've got – uh, quite a few experienced heads there, and Tamalolo is, uh, you know, they'd be disappointed at what happened last year uh, in in the uh, in, in the lead up to the finals there and in the finals themselves. But I think the Tamalolo will be, uh, um, yeah, definitely uh, their their key player here, and uh, I think it'll be a close one though. So Cowboys over the Raiders in a tight one. Yeah, look, I'm. Um Predicting some big things out of the Cowboys this year, so I'm going to tip the Cowboys to win. They're at home. I feel like, um, uh, particularly March, when the uh, you know warmer months of of the season, um, they've got a big advantage. Uh, and I think, and I think a, a really good preseason, um, yeah, is going to sh- show dividends for for the Cowboys in round one. Sharks and Rabbitohs Saturday evening at Points Bet Stadium in Cronulla. Uh, you know, recently that you've seen some uh, things in the media about how disciplined the Sharks have been over over the break. Uh, you know, Craig Fitzgibbon has got his team doing uh, chores. Um, he's got you know Nico Hines dusting dusting the shelves, no doubt dusting their trophy cabinet uh, in preparation for a tilt at the Premiership this year. Uh, you've got other players who have been tidying up the stadium after after it's been used, you know, doing some cleaning, doing some general kind of, uh, you know, renos, things like that. So really I think in all seriousness, Craig Fitzgibbon is all about the discipline and getting these young players to really understand the value of hard work. And that to me is a bit of a refreshing sign, uh, especially what we see with some of the young players um, you know that typically they they do their foot they they go to training they try and stay out of even those ones that stay out of trouble um, end up just uh, having a very sheltered kind of uh, privileged life where they have uh, 
You know, it's all about it's either PlayStation or training or whatever. You hear stories like that. But then you hear these sort of stories where you re- remind yourself that, you know, now these players uh, and some some of the teams have very good discipline and they really try hard to get the their players to have some perspective about what it means to have hard work. And, look, um, already the Sharks um, have uh, have very high aspirations this year. So I think Sharks and Rabbitohs, this is going to be probably the game of the round in terms of how tight it's going to be. Um, <clears throat> but I'm predicting the Sharks to win this one. Yeah, well, this is my grand final predictor, and I think last year they had some really tight games, but I'm going to tip South Sydney to take it out. You know, they're, they're not really the best starters, South Sydney, but I think this year, I think they're going to be switched on, right? Like um, they had a bit of a, you know, Latrell's uh, injury, uh, you know, American trip last year I think is going to play big. Uh, last year they won a golden point where Latrell actually kicked the field goal at the end. Um, so I think it's going to be a thriller in Southern Shire. Thriller in Cronulla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It doesn't really matter. A nail biter at the Nulla. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and welcome to the Dolphins. The Dolphins mm. have made it this year. That means, well, that means we do have buys, unfortunately. And uh, mm. so the Dolphins will be playing the Roosters in their inaugural match, their first ever match in uh, the NRL um, with Wayne Bennett as their coach. And uh, look, Expectations will be high, and you never bet against Wayne Bennett in uh, in his first season or his first game of a new club. Um, but I will. I'm going to tip the Roosters because <laughs> I think uh, the experience and and they've just got a better roster, and I think uh, they'll they'll uh, remind the the Dolphins that they're uh, they're the the contenders, the Roosters, and uh, the Dolphins are just the newbies. So that's my prediction. What about you? Yeah. Look, you know, I'm just actually thinking about how uh, unmenacing a dolphin is compared to a shark, right? Um, but, look, <laughs> I'm going to go for the well, roosters. What about well. compared to a rooster? <laughs> yeah. So, look, I, I'm going to tip I'm going to tip the the roosters. Uh, a bit of a, an issue here for the dolphins already, but I believe Milford has been dropped for round one due to ill-discipline at training. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so already, yeah. The, already the ship... A bit rocky. They're going to win some games this year, but I think you know the Roosters. They're kind of a notorious slow starter a little bit as well. Um, but I think that they've uh, you know they're in. I, I believe they're kind of in a bit of a rebuild. Uh, the Roosters a little bit. So um, and you know they've got the block of cheese. Uh, I think that's what they call him, uh, Brandon Smith. Uh, you know, making his debut. So I think the yeah. Roosters are going to going to win this one. So yeah. All right, final game of the round with uh, the Dragons having their bye is uh, the Tigers and Gold Coast uh, Titans. Look, this one is it's at Leichhardt Oval. It's a Sunday. It's a Sunday evening game, which is really uh, really odd. But yeah, it's uh, it's the technically the final game of the round, Sunday evening at Leichhardt Oval. It's predicted, I think, if I'm correct, uh, to be a scorcher <laughs> that day. So look. <laughs> I don't know if the people of the inner west there in Sydney are going to bother going to Leichhardt Oval um, or if they just would rather spend some time on one of the fabulous Sydney beaches nearby. Um, But regardless of what the crowd's going to do, I think the Tigers will actually, um, with that home crowd, as uh, small as it is on that hill, will bring them home over the Titans who... uh, you know, look, I don't know what this is, what kind of quality match we're going to see, but it's, uh, you know, two teams that are not really predicted to do that well this year, unless you're Chad GPT who thinks the Tigers are going to make the eight. Um, but I think, look, it starts with the win. Every win is important. So I'm tipping the Tigers uh, to get the ball rolling. And, uh, and yeah, what about you, Tish? Yeah, look, I think, uh, look, I'm going to tip the Tigers too. I think this game... More than anything, I've gone for uh, you know who, whoever's the the home team for this one, uh, because I think both teams, um, you know, there's a lot. You know, obviously the Titans are a bit under pressure a little bit, uh, you know, with their poor season last year, sort of dropping out of the top eight and and sort of I think even finishing in the bottom bottom three, right? Whereas the Tigers are the wooden spooners, um, but have got a big rebuild happening. So I'm going to tip 
the Tigers. I think they've bought well this season. And, um, you know, they had a game sort of midday on at Belmore a couple of weeks ago. So I think that kind of helped them acclimatise to the scorcher that they're going to be facing this weekend. All right. And that concludes the tips for round one of the NRL. Welcome, as I said, to the Dolphin, the Dolphins, to the, the Dolphins, um, to the family of the NRL this year. Uh, and welcome back, everyone who's uh, missed us over this break, uh, over the Christmas break uh, and New Year break. Enjoy Rugby League this year. We've got a lot in store. Uh, and, and yeah, thank you, Chad. Hopefully you've, you've all, uh, you know, we've all waved Chad goodbye as he goes to sleep and reemerges out of uh, 2019 <laughs> into the current era. Um, but, yeah, look, we're looking forward to a great season this year. I'm pumped. I can't wait, especially with the Eels uh, playing on Thursday night. That would be awesome. But, look, uh, that's all we've got time for this week. Uh, and uh, we'll be back uh, bigger and better than ever uh, later next week and, and throughout this year. Uh, before we go, just a quick reminder that we've got uh, – you can check us out on uh, our website, ourrepublic.com. Um, you can also get our podcast on iTunes uh, and uh, check us out on Facebook, Twitter. And if you want to email us uh, with any suggestions, let us know, ourrepublic at gmail.com. That's ourrepublic at gmail.com. Tish, over to you to wrap this one up. Yeah, Dr. T. And look, on a quick note, look, uh, obviously we're all predicting. We're in prediction mode at the moment at the start of the season. If you'd like to submit maybe your prediction for the top eight, feel free to email us at uh, at ourrepublic at gmail.com, as Dr. T said. But look, Dr. T and Chad GPT, that's all the time that we have for this edition of the Rugby League Republic. We are your hosts, Tish and Dr. T. Join us next time on the Rugby League Republic. Bye for now.